again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good to be with you, sir. I know I say that every week or, you know, every time yep. we do our podcast, but it is true. I, I do appreciate our friendship and uh, uh, the ability to be able to, to uh, you know, not just talk on the phone, but, man, be able to talk screen to screen, see, you know, the emotions and stuff like that. So it's important. Yeah, it, it's so – I was thinking the other day about technology. You know, there's so many downsides to technology, but but far too many upsides to it. You know, even with, like – you know, advances in medicine and the things that technology is bringing us. But, but kind of like this, I mean, years ago, 15 years ago, we wouldn't be able to do this. We could talk on the phone. We could maybe email. Um, you know, I remember when the trend was, you're going to have a phone that you could look at each other at your house. And I think it was telecom or some company like that, that uh, Donald Trump got involved with. And he was like a spokesperson where you could actually talk and see each other. Nowadays, it's on anywhere you go, and, and it's just incredible. So, I mean, yeah, it's almost like literally, I mean, other than the actual physical being able to reach out and, you know, touch each other, we're literally in each other's living room right now chatting. Yeah, which is kind of, kind of nice, you know. It, it is really awesome. It is very cool. And then you also have that separation. You could always not, not just if you want to not accept the call, you can too, right? So, so it's <laughs> different than someone's pounding on your door going, let me in. I know you're home. Right. Right. So there is that disconnect as well. But, yeah, it's awesome to be with you and also to be back on the call with people. And this 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 is kind of depressing for me, this call, but only because summer's going so quickly. But now we're talking back to school. And in some areas, school is like right around the corner for people. Um, For me, I don't go back for another month, but um, for uh, my daughter goes to college in like three weeks or uh, but um. But, yeah, it's literally, like, right around the corner. So this is a really good topic, back-to-school marketing. Yeah, and, and uh, I know, for like you said, everybody does it. Uh, everybody's school time's different. But, uh, you know, for us, it starts in two weeks. You know, back-to-school right. happens in two weeks. For, That's amazing. For, for our location. And, you know, we, we as school owners need to be, or we should have been, obviously, thinking about uh, back-to-school well before now. Uh, right. But now really is, go, you know, now really is go time. Uh, before we get into maybe some back-to-school ideas, uh, and I brought this this idea up that, you know, prior to now we should have been thinking about this. Um, right. I, and I'm not sure exactly where we want to go with regards to this conversation. Um, I would like to give some practical things that we should be doing, you know, for back-to-school time. But I also think it's important for us to uh, maybe set the tone for everyone, not just right now, but in the future, and so what right. I mean by that is um, we should have been thinking about what we were going to do for back to school once summer started. And I don't right. mean that we, you know, had to, uh, you know, basically come up with all of the marketing ideas, but we should have been thinking about, okay, I want to, you know, maybe run this ad in the local paper this many times, and I want to, uh, or a ad, maybe not this ad, right. but a ad in the local newspaper, right. and then I want to do a Facebook campaign or I want to do, you know, and, and just come up with a list of the ideas that you want to do. Um, now, if you've not ever done and that, you know, I don't know like the level. And when I say level, the positions that each school has that's listening to us right now, um, you know, some are veterans where you've got, you know, 10, 20 years, whatever, 15 years into the game and you should have built hopefully by now systems that every single year, uh, you just redo, and you right. might tweak it, meaning you might test uh, this year a different price compared to last year or a different headline compared to last year. Um, but other than that, our business is cyclical, 
And so we're coming back into the uh, uh, back-to-school time, and, and so therefore we should be, you know, doing this similar, if not the same things that we did last year and maybe yeah. changing or the years prior and then changing uh, what we what we did. So I, I bring that up because I think that's one of the important things to understand. Go ahead. You were going to say something. I want, no, no, I want to show you. And we've showed this to people. You have your Franklin Cover, Covey planner. You use your notepad. And I also um, – so, so I know it's hard to see, and I'm not going to really worry about what you see on it, but this is a full-year calendar, right? And down the sides, it's January through, you know, December. And then across uh, is, across is uh, you know, the days of the month. And I literally, this is 2016, I have one for 2017, I set out, you know, like when my Father's Day class, my Mother's Day class, you know, uh, different tournaments that we're doing, interschool events. And so that, what's that old saying? Like if you're behind the pitch, you're going to strike out, you know, like you're, you're, the pitch is coming too fast. Many times people are playing pickup. Hey, I'm going to run an event in, in two weeks. It's not enough time to promote. Even if you have a small school and your communication is good, people just need time to prepare. So it's really important to be ahead of time and think like, okay, what am I going to do for August? What am I going to do for September, October, November, December? Sales, retail, you know, marketing for the school, et cetera. So I'll, I just wanted to show that to people so they see it. And, and Yeah, and I appreciate that. Listen, um, when we give out these uh, different marketing ideas for you, um, take them, write them down, take them into context within your – uh, position inside of your school currently. And so what I mean by that is maybe, you know, maybe we give a total of 12 today. I don't even know what we're going to have time to do, but maybe we give a total of 12 today and out of those 12, you already are doing two and you really like eight more. But really, can you instill all eight of those into your business right now and actually make all eight of them, you know, 100% effective? Probably not. Right. And so what right. you would do is just pick out one or two of those eight and really hone in on those two this year. Uh, and then next year, pick back up and go, okay, now I have these other six that I really like. Maybe I'll implement two more uh, right. this year. So don't think that you have to uh, implement everything that we're going to discuss today because what we've done is throughout our, our history or years of building our business, we have uh, created these staple things with systems in place, and then the following year we've come up with something else and, right. and then built up, uh, upon that. So when I say these things and we talk about them, I don't want uh, school owners to get overwhelmed. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll go, oh, I'm already doing all this. Why am I listening yeah. to you? Uh, um, but but I, I just want to lay that framework because I know sometimes I've gone to seminars and go, oh, my gosh, I love the 10 things that I just learned. How in the world did I implement all 10 of those? Right. And, and, and really what you want to do uh, it's the old 80-20 rule, is you got 10 new good ideas out of, you know, this call. What What is the, what are the, the, the two things, the 20%, they're going to give me the 80% results that I want. Right. Um, and then after you do that 20%, you can add the 80% later if needed. Yeah, and you know what, I and to add to that, that's that's very important if everyone's listening, take exactly what you said to heart. Um, but you know what, I'd also, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right, right? So it's better not to do 10 things and do them halfway. Maybe pick one and do it 100% or two so you have a little bit of variety, but really put your heart and soul into it. So the problem is that, that you're normally caught behind the pitch so that you're kind of playing catch up and it's too late. Before, you know, back to school and bam, school starts. Or it's like I have a lot of friends that do back, backpacks for sale. 
Um, and, uh, you know, they, some of my friends were buying it after school had started. Uh, everyone has their backpacks. You need to be two months in advance. And we have our backpacks out, out on display right now. We're going to be blowing them out. So, um, you know, we have a month and a half before school starts, right? So we have to have at least that much left because people are shopping now. If you're, if you're watching a commercial in your area and, and they're already advertising back-to-school clothes, that means you should be doing back-to-school marketing, back-to-school retail, back-to-school jackets, whatever, ahead of time, of course, because you follow the trends. Yeah, and you bring that up. Let's, you know, let's cover uh, real quickly some of the back-to-school, um, uh, uh, you know, utilities, apparel, those type of things. Obviously, right. you brought up backpacks. That's that's an obvious one. Yeah. Um, you know, for uh for your 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 uh your students. Um, yeah, I would say back like since you know, for us, school starts in 2 weeks. So, that's something that needed to be done back in July so that we could take and and I don't know about you, I do pre-orders first and then whatever I have right. left over, I I you know, I have just left there. So, you know, we do the yeah. pre-orders back in July and push that in July for August, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Now, and if, if your school and, doesn't start and, until September, you could do that right now and take pre-orders, but you got to make yeah. sure you get them in before school starts. Go ahead. Right. I you know I was going to say, though, the pre-orders are an excellent way not to invest money in inventory and know exactly what you're going to buy, as long as whatever you're purchasing, you could buy at minimums at a decent price, right? So whether it be the big boy Century, Asian World, and companies like that, sometimes they offer very small minimums. I know my company does as well, A Touch of Zen, and we'll do backpacks and embroidery and silk screening or T-shirts and whatever, um, and uh, you don't have to order a ton, so that if you only get 10 orders or 15 orders, you could still fulfill the order. Exactly. Right. Certainly. And then, then, like I said, it's got to be in a timely fashion. And one year I did it and kicked myself in the butt is I didn't turn the order in on time. I forgot. Uh, And, uh, you know, school had already started. And I think it was two days in -hmm. some cases with some kids three days after school started before they got their backpacks. Not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's okay. Uh, I, have, I have a better, I have a better story. One of my friends did a movie night once and forgot the movie, so he just basically described what the movie was about. Like, oh my gosh! I'm like, no wonder why his school's out of business. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was one of those things where, like, how do you forget? It's like you know, going to being a cop and forgetting your gun at home. I mean, you just just it just never happens. But yeah, so why don't we um, rattle off a few marketing tips? Because we, you know, I have a list of them, right? Good, a few, eight or ten of them too. Yeah, and I was going to say real quickly, um, uh, going along with with uh, the the apparel, um, you know, obviously the backpacks are there. Even uh, to be honest with you, sling bags. Even though that's more of a summer thing, uh, yeah, you can still do some sort of back to school blowout with a sling bag uh, idea. If you have pencils or pens that you know that have your school information on it, you know that's a good time, obviously. And then uh, you know journals. Uh, for people to yeah. keep their class notes, if you have something like that available, uh, now is the time to, you know, tag that along. And then even make a bundle package, um, you know, with regards to all of those things. So I, yeah, I just wanted, by, you know, by the way, by the way, back to school marketing, I mean, not marketing retail doesn't and i'm holding I, for people who could see this quote fingers, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be back-to-school items. Like, in other words, there's only so much a martial arts school could do for back-to-school, you know, like a backpack, pens, papers, folders, right? But you could have back-to-school sales. You know, you could sell, do a uniform blowout or a sparring gear blowout. 
in, in, you know, um, in, in uh, observance of the back to school time. You call it a back to school sale or, or a membership sale or whatever the case may be. So you don't have to get Or even Labor up. Day. You could do it yeah. Labor Day. Right. right, exactly. So you don't have to get caught up in just school products, so to speak. Right, right. So obviously, let's get into some practical marketing opportunities, right? So, yeah. um, you know, the first thing is, um, you know, you got to make the decision on whether you're going to use Facebook ads or not. It, it right. is one of the quicker and the easier things to do. Um, we're not going to go into depth with this, but what I will say is if you're going to use a Facebook ad to um, – you know, do, to, to, to do your back-to-school special, uh, make sure that um, the information and the picture that you are advertising with, because we want to make sure that there's a picture there, are congruent to the website that they go to. So what you don't want to do is have, um, you know, let's be dramatic here. The special is one thing. You're bringing them to a website that actually is something different, meaning the offer is right. totally different. So you can't right. do that. And 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 I say this only because we've seen this before, uh, where you know school owners will do a Facebook ad, send them to their normal website, but the, but but the offer on the website is not the exact same thing. Right. So one, you got to make sure the offer is the exact same thing. Two is the color, the vibe, the branding of whatever that image is on that website needs to coincide or on that uh, Facebook ad needs to coincide on your website as well. It has to be. Right. It has to. Um, and, and really, truth be told, and we're not, this isn't the topic, but let me bring it up real quickly, is all of that actually needs to coincide with what your school looks like as well. Mm. You can't have, um, you know, uh, rainbow colors on the um, the, uh, the the ad and then the website and then they come in and your school is a you know a drab black and brown school you know, right you just right that there's there, so I, and we're not getting into all that but but that's you know one of the biggest things that we see is one they'll do a Facebook ad and then the the the, the website they're bringing them to doesn't even have that same offer. Uh, and then, so just make sure that you do that. So one is Facebook. You can utilize Facebook to do that. It's quick. It's easy. But since it's quick and easy, we can make a lot of mistakes. You know, I I, um, I have a term for that, which is called uh, when people have incongruent branding. I call it brand dysphoria, right? Where you know we you know you go one place and you're on, and then all of a sudden you go another place and it's totally different. It's like imagine going to a family water park. And um, and you go there and it's adult based. Kids kids can't ride the rides. They're too small or or it's you know too violent. Um, people will immediately be turned off, especially if you're marketing to a two and three year old. And this is what's a problem sometimes with website design, where um, you don't have enough information for that parent of that particular group or that adult of that particular group. And there's a dysphoria. They they're driven by your cool ad to your website, and then they're like, ah, this doesn't really fit what I want. Um, and uh, that's why it's important to really understand your brand. And many websites, people are building their websites. It's nothing more than a glorified resume. But anyway, rather than getting into all of that stuff, I mean, it's just a part of marketing that people should understand. Right. So um, next one, uh, I still use um, uh, ads in the newspaper. and mm -hmm. But I use, I have a weekly newspaper that I use. Um, I don't use the daily one. I just have found over time with keeping stats that that weekly one works better. Okay. And so 
uh, anywhere from three to four weeks in a row, I will do that exact same ad. Um, again, once again, that ad looks exactly like the website that they're going to with the exact same pictures and offer and everything. The mm-hmm. verbiage, uh, all, all of it is the, uh, you know, all of it is in, uh, is succinct with one another. And so you got to make sure that you do that. So I do, I utilize that as well. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, we, and then, then once school actually starts, because for us, we, like, uh, let me give you the length of my back to school advertising. I actually do, uh, August all the way through the end of September. So it's a two month deal that I'm, you know, uh, you know, or two month push that I'm doing it. Our back to school is, uh, is for one month. It's a one month special with a free uniform, that type of thing. Um, but anyways, uh, we do, you know, the length of the duration that I'm selling that or offering that is for two months. And I, I bring that up because of the next thing that we do. We do a back-to-school, um, you know, party, if you will, or back-to-school bash. And I divide it up over four weeks. Um, and I have, and I only allow 20 students to come each week and bring a friend uh, for free. And if they just come without a friend, then it's five bucks. Uh, but I would say 95% of them always bring a non-martial arts friend with them because that's what they have to bring. And so it's a two-hour party, and basically we do a bunch of games, and we have some, you know, pizza and, and that type of thing. But, of course, I'm collecting that information. Right. There, there has to be a waiver that has to be filled out in order to do that party. Um, but that's after school starts. So what happens is after school starts, we do the handouts to our uh, to our kids and uh, about the party. There's only 20 slots. That brings in, you know, hope in a, you know, in a perfect world, 20 kids bring in one person. There's 40 people there. Uh, that's manageable for us uh, to manage 40 people. But now we have 20 people each week to market to because, uh, and again, that's in a perfect world. So the first week and like say the first Friday in September, and then the uh, the second Friday or the second week, we're following up with those 20. Well, then the second Friday in uh, September, you know, 20 more are coming in. We're following up that third week. And what are we doing? We're giving them, you know, we're calling them up and giving them that that, uh, back-to-school special or that back-to-school opportunity. But it doesn't just stop there because we're putting them into our system because we're getting their information. We know when their birthday is. We're sending them information about a birthday party, uh, uh, you know, a week or, excuse me, uh, a month a month and a half before their uh, birthday is, we're sending them information on doing a birthday party with us and getting a special price for that. So it doesn't just stop with, you know, back-to-school opportunity because some of those individuals aren't going to do, um, right. you know, martial, martial arts training. A lot of them aren't. I mean, it's cold calling right. basically is what it is. And so, um, you know, some people will say yes, but some people are going to say no. So those are three top – I wouldn't say the top three, but those are the three right now that I'll speak about, and then I'll let you kind of give some of yours. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, some of mine are tied in with yours, So I mean, but at the same time, like, for example, number one, I mean, whatever the marketing may be, you mentioned newspapers. Um, newspapers is one. You may want to try a direct, a direct mail campaign. Now, direct mail could be to all of your old students or all of your old prospects or all of the people who have quit in the past. I always send out twice a year, right about now and in the, in the uh, new year, I'll send out to all old students for like a 50% off membership. 
Um, so, you know, they'll come in and I just want to get people on the floor. I want to try to re, re, you know, excite those people to come back. Um, yeah, I have to admit a very small amount of people will do it, but there are those people out there that have quit because they didn't have the money or some financial situation changed. This might nurture them in. So um, a direct mail either to old students, to prospects who have never followed up on your phone calls or to, um, you know, people who have, you know, tried out a class and never signed up, right? Um, or a straight direct mail campaign to a neighborhood, a block, an area, and you could do that. I actually have uh, – my company does that for people as well. Um, but And I know I always throw that in there, but I just want to give people an area. And, you know, even if you want to call me and ask me information on it, you can, and I'll help you, even if I don't do it for you. Um, the other thing is don't forget about your referral program. Now's a great time to run a buddy week, a buddy referral contest, a buddy referral system, a, a create a reward system based on your referral program wrapped around. So it's an, it's an entire marketing campaign within itself using utilizing the student body that you have of satisfied customers to tell their friends create some sort of buzz some contest maybe a competition against you know the teenagers and the adults versus the little kids and the parents or whatever and who gets the most gets a party there's so many ideas on that um, and then, uh, you know, one other thing, too, is that back to school, get in touch now before other schools beat you out with the PTA, the PTO, the, the principals of your school offer services for self-defense and bullying now, even if it's just a general introduction letter to get that out to the school systems and say, hey, listen, I'm available if you need me. Yeah, so and those, uh, those are a few right along, there. Right, and that goes along with uh, the whole field trip opportunity that you that you have. Um, yeah, you know that's another thing that we do is we give all of our kids once they get back to school, we give them a letter to give to their teacher about coming in and doing a martial arts field trip at our school. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and 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 those have been phenomenal for us uh, because it gives us direct access to our you know our clients because I'm a kid-based school and it gives us direct yeah. access to them. And uh, the other thing that we do is because in April we have a Teacher Appreciation Awards Night, I have all of their emails, and, of course, they're segmented on a list. They get a reminder, um, although I will say all of them got information about the upcoming field trips for 2017-2018 mm -hmm. um, uh, school year, I send them reminders about that, you know, it's filling up, make sure here's the link, you know, if you uh, – you know, download the booklet so that you can read it and apply. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, that type of thing. And and so not only do we hand out a sheet of paper for the the, the, the you know the, the kid to bring to their teacher, the student to bring to their teacher, but we also email that information to them. And then I do these little packets to all of the principals because sometimes the principals I've never met. Um, I know a lot of the principals in our area, but there are some that I don't that I will mail information about the martial arts field trip, about the local businesses that are sponsoring the trip, um, and that it doesn't really cost them anything except the bus ride over because all of it is mm -hmm. taken care of, and the information that they're going to learn in it, and then um, testimonials from other teachers and other principals that have had their, uh, their students you know, come and do that martial arts field trip uh, with us. Right. Well, I, I love that. Your idea, <laughs> excuse me, has always been amazing with your um, field trips and the back to school and it, so on. It chokes you up. <laughs> it chokes you yeah, up. Yeah, it, it totally did. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's phenomenal. Like, you've always had and, – and, and, again, community is everything, right? So if you're the go-to guy and you're 
school system and the principals and they're thinking like, I want to do a whatever for self-defense. Boom. They think of Dwayne Brummett, TriStar Martial Arts, right? And that, that's called FOMA, front of mind awareness. Um, and we create that in our area where we have every, you know, we try to have almost every business with our rack card in it. Yeah, we might not even get a ton of response from rack cards, but, but for people to be able to look and always see our name, whenever they come available and they want to, uh, you know, pick a school, hopefully they'll think of us or at least we'll come to mind. And even as much as I do, believe it or not, I have people coming in all the time going, hey, it's great to see a karate school open in your area. And when did you open? I'm like, in 1991, you know, like in 20. Six years ago almost, you know, wow, I never noticed you were here. So it's kind of weird, right? But um, that's just the way it is. People are in their own bubble. They have their blinders on. They're going and doing their thing. You have to force yourself into their into their awareness. Right, exactly. So, you know, I think we uh, gave some, some, you know, real quick um, ideas. Is there anything that you want to add on before we uh, uh, end today? I, I, no, I have a few more, actually. Uh, number one, oh, you hit know, it. there – yeah, there, there's, um, you know, we talked about Facebook ads, but we also have Google AdWords, right? If you're doing AdWords, which most people don't really do, but those are the ads that you see at, always at the top of the link when you're searching your school to see where you're at, right? And it's the paid-for ads show at the top. Um, I manage Google AdWords for many clients, but here's the key to Google AdWords is always keeping it fresh, making sure you have running, you're running specials that coincide with the season. So now would be your back to school Google, Google AdWords campaign, right? Um, you would also have your fall or your, or your holiday campaign. And that goes for Facebook, like you said, and the ads have to be congruent with the website, right? And, and your people have to know the ads and run the specials. If you're running Groupon, um, you should try to get in touch with your representative and make sure that they're adjusting the special for back to school or changing the verbiage or whatever, because if not, it's just that same standard ad that runs year long and it gets pretty right. boring to people, right? So um, that's another thing. Uh, another thing, too, is um, look for all of the fall, back to school fall and mid, you know, mid, uh, late fall um, fairs, church auctions, church events, parades, um, whatever the charity events, go find those. Look in your local newspapers, um, the penny savers, and go to their calendar section. And then take the time and call these people up and offer them free passes for two weeks to all of their people who are attending their, you know, uh, breast cancer dinner. Or, and give them a basket for, you know, or two baskets for, you know, kickboxing and martial arts for a month free, including the gloves, or month free of martial arts and self-defense, including the uniform. And um, get that out to everywhere and anywhere because you know that if they pay to win, they're going to probably come to you and at least try if they win, right? Um, and so that's a free person through the door. And hopefully that the event will also take your free passes for two weeks and give them to everybody. So, you know, all of those fairs, they're, they're there now. They're coming up back to school, fall, you know, Oktoberfest, whatever the case may be. Go out and search them. And here's the thing. Here's some sneaky marketing, you know, and, uh, you know, be careful with it. Um, but um, one of my friends, he takes his rack cards and he goes to all the, like, Walmart, and he puts them in all the school folders that kids are buying for back to school. And they get, they, they open it up and there's his flyer, right? Or he'll oh, my gosh. Books, you know, and I don't think it's Walmart loves that, but, you know, he's filling up two, three hundred of them. Maybe one or two of them see it and join. He also, I told him, and I gave him this idea, he said that he um, he goes to the bookstores, and I said, this is something you could do, and go to all the martial arts, martial arts for children, children with ADD, and stick your business card or your flyer inside the books at Dalton's, Borders, whatever, 
bookstores so that when they open it up, bam, there's your card um, in the book. Or when they take it home, they see your card. So there are ways for you to kind of, um, you know, uh, secretly market or ninja marketing tactics, right, to get out there and do that. And and the old age marketing, going to shopping centers and sticking your leaflets in their cars or, you know, the window or going to parades. My one friend went out in a Ninja Turtle outfit and just handed out like 3,000 of his rack cards to, I mean, this is a lot of legwork. This is all of that grassroots guerrilla marketing. But um, listen, it works and it's inexpensive. And, you know, two, three students that, you know, if you have a, if you charge 150 bucks a month, $1,800 a year, and you get three people for your day of standing out there doing these flyers, you maybe netted yourself four or five grand. Right. So these are the old things that I think that we, me, maybe you, we tend to not do as much anymore because we have other means to do this. But if we we did it, we you know, it's part of when we were really hungry, we would go out there and do everything right. Like stand out in front of a supermarket and just hand out flyers or, you know, go and do whatever, you know, take people's names if they're interested, whatever the case may be, do booths at local malls and churches and so on. Um, These are all important things. Yeah, and, and uh, we had Andrew here make a suggestion. He says that, uh, and by the way, hello, Andrew. Um, uh, he said that he has a table at the elementary school for the registration um, for a back-to-school special. And, and that's kind of interesting that you're, uh, you you know, that you actually can be there during registration, um, which is wow. phenomenal, yeah. you know, is it so a, to have it, that type it, of relationship. Andrew, is it a private school that is allowing you to do that or a public school? That's I'm interested and curious to see how you got in. And by the way, some areas are more open to working with local businesses than not. Over here, they treat me like I was like the Zika virus, you know, like any kind of per- – they're like, well, you're a commercial school. You might make money. You're not allowed. Like I can't even rent my own high school alma mater that I went to for my whole life, my school district, my gymnasium to run my tournament. They won't rent it to me because I have a business in town and I might benefit from it. Like what the heck? You know, it's just crazy. Yeah, but, but um, if you rented it, wouldn't they be benefiting from you renting? Uh, yeah, you would think. You would think, right? <laughs> you know, you would. Think, I have to go all the way to over three towns over to my daughter's school, um, and uh, you know, do it there where she she was, you know, started in East Islip School District. They'll rent it to me, but my own town that I've been here for twenty six years won't. But mm-hmm. I don't, he didn't really answer. But um, maybe he's not not hearing this, or he got off the phone. But. Um, but, yeah, I wonder if that is a public school because private schools are very much much more interested in working with you, helping you. And it really all depends on how hungry you are, guys. Whoever's listening, you know, if you're really hungry and, you you know, I just went out to get to, to today for breakfast, for my Wednesday morning breakfast with my two buddies. All of us have been running our schools for, you know, 25 to 30 years. You know, um, we've been doing it forever. And we talk quite often about, you know, how people drive us crazy and this parent is complaining. And, you know, we kind of counsel each other. But um, one thing I can say is that we're not as hungry as we used to be. Not that we don't want to run our schools and, and we don't love it. We're just not out there killing it. You know, I'm 50, going to be 53. I don't want to every weekend be handing out flyers on a street corner. I'd rather pay someone to do it. But um, for those school owners that have that and want to really grow, all they have to do is go out and promote, talk about your school. Every time you talk to someone, bring up your name, hand them a card. Every time you go somewhere, leave your card on the counter of the deli, diner, restaurant, supermarket, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, uh, oh, it's a public school system. That's insane. That's really incredible. You're lucky. Yeah, so Andrew said it's a public, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very lucky, very, very lucky because, like I said, I – I can't even get near near my school system. 
Well, and then, you know, hey, let's let's talk about, you know, the luck part of this, okay? So now what a lot of school owners will do is the fact that they are that lucky to actually, you know, be there during registration and that school supporting them, uh, that they put all their eggs in that basket and they don't do anything mm-hmm. else. And we got to be careful right. of that. Um, and so, and I'm not saying that Andrew's doing this. What I'm saying, though, is we have seen in the past school owners that uh, put all their eggs in one basket, and then when that basket dries up, they have nothing else going on. So we have to make sure, like what Allie talks about, is we have different spider legs, uh, or, yeah. or excuse me, different uh, uh, webs, webs right. you know, that the spider makes, so they all intertwine. You might yeah. have one part of the web that produces more this year than 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 uh, the others. But at some point, it will start to dry up. So we, we, we've got to make sure, um, you know, we've got to make sure that we, we uh, have different antennas out there, yeah. different webs that are yeah. out there. And, and, and it's also like spokes in a wheel, right? We talk about that, too. The more spokes you have, the more venues of marketing you have, the more chances you are, or spider webs, this, you know, to capture more, more leads or more suspects, you know, which we say suspects, prospects, you know, trials and students, right? So, um, but but what in, what's interesting too is that um, you know sometimes you can have a really thick spoke in the wheel. So instead of having hundreds, you can have four solid spokes that'll support the same wheel. But if you notice, the spoke has to be bigger and stronger and wider. So in other words, you can't do fifty dollars worth of marketing here, fifty dollars there. If you're going to only have four spokes, you got to really step it up. You got to hand out four times the amount of flyers. I mean, I do rack cards for people, and they buy five thousand rack cards, and then. They, they, I asked them, you know, three, four months later, hey, how's, how about that reorder on the rack card? Oh, no, I still got 4,968 of them. You know, like, I'm like, what? You gave out 40, 32, uh, 32 rack cards in, in the last five months? You know, they, you got to get out there. You just got to work hard. When you're young, when you have the energy, when, you, when you're in the growth stages, and I hate to say it, in this industry, it doesn't slow down. It's like, you know, you would think like McDonald's builds a name for itself and it starts to grow and, and all of a sudden people just go there automatically, which that is true to some extent. But um, when they cut back on marketing, when they find that people stop going to their restaurants, right? So what drives them there is spur of the moment marketing, that happy meal commercial on the radio, on the TV, at the movie theater drives them. We have to continually drive new people to our schools. That's important. Yeah, Absolutely. So, well, I think we gave out a lot of ideas. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and 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 some are more costly than others. Uh some are, you know, uh like Ali said grassroots marketing where it's going to take more of your time than of your money. Um and and hey, listen. Do what is right in the position that you are inside of your business right now. You know, Ali brought up the fact that uh we don't uh, do as many of like for us we don't do as many of the grassroots marketing um, because our, our, our the, we have less time um, mm-hmm. than we've had had before but we have more money um, than we had before so we're able to pay for some of these higher dollar amount things and not have to spend as much time you may be an early you know in the early stages of your school and you don't have the the money but you have the time so you wouldn't you would invest the money in, into more of the rack cards, let's say. Not to say that we shouldn't do rack cards, because you obviously still do rack cards. But you're not out doing everything that you just spoke about um, on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Right, Allie? I mean, you're, you're doing yeah. more of the 
Yeah, okay. So I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's important no. for us to understand where we are at in our business and what we can afford to do, whether right. it's investing money as opposed to time or it's investing time as opposed to money, or at some point it's going to be in the middle where you're kind of doing both. Right. Oh, this is uh, got to go. I don't know what that means, but he said I'll oh, talk okay. to you soon. All right, Andrew, we'll talk to you later. So, uh, and, and for those of you listening on the podcast and you're not live on the, uh, the Facebook Live, we do this on, uh, on Facebook Live and then we you know, put it into the podcast. So if you hear us kind of talking about comments, that's what it is. You can go to School Owner Talk. Um, uh, actually, if you go to Facebook forward slash School Owner Talk, you can you know, be on these calls live. Uh, with us or, you know, hey, listen to them uh, by going to schoolandertalk.com and, and subscribe to the podcasts that are that are there uh, as well. Ali, I want to throw this idea out. It's spur of the moment, but we kind of brought it up. It is back to school. Uh, what about, uh, what would you think about, you know, doing the whole uh, uh, field trip um, uh, webinar type thing that we, I think we did one a couple of years ago or whatever, you know. Yeah, I would love it. Everybody to those field trips. Do that like next week? Yeah, yeah, let me take a look at our schedule. So, and then we'll, we'll post and let everybody know when we're going to just make sure you, you know, go to the, um, Facebook page, um, you know, on schoolowner.talk.com or, uh, or Facebook forward slash schoolowner talk. And, uh, you know, we'll give you information on that, you know, when, awesome. when, when that webinar will be. Yeah, I like it. Sooner the better. Like maybe we can do it soon. So let's, let's you and I yeah. chat about it and we'll get it out for everybody. I think that they'll love it. I think it's, it's, it's a program that I, you know, I think that people will really benefit from. All right, Al, any final thoughts on uh, back no, to that's marketing? It. That's it. Other than, you know, listen, just bust your butt and get out there and work hard, people. If you want it bad, you got to work for it. That's the key. Any successful person will tell you that if you're not busting your butt, you're not working hard enough. That's right. All right, guys, thank you very much. Allie, it's been wonderful. Thank you, sir. All right, Dwayne, talk to you soon, man. Take care. 